Hello and welcome to an all new Marvelcast Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond from Avengers Defenders to Princess Diana and Eminem. My name's Ashley Hobley of the Explosion Network's resident fourth ball breaker. Joining me today, Ultimate Kira Marchant. What? Princess <laughs> Diana and Eminem? Man. They've both appeared least, in Marvel Comics. You know what? I at least would have thought you would have just come with Meg the Stallion for today. No, because you know what? I don't you know say is- someone directly in the episode. Well, it's true, but today's the day I learned who Meg the Stallion was. <laughs> also, Jonas, the astonishing Dylan Blight. Yaddy, 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 yaddy. Yeah, that's her. She does that song. That was in the credits. <laughs> I'm sure she got a, they got a deal on that one song. Do you know the rights? Yeah, put me in the episode and make me heavily featured in the episode. I'll give you deal. You gonna, yeah, do your deal. All right. Today, we're talking about the latest episode of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. The People versus Emil Blonsky, directed by Kat Corio, written by Francesca Gales and Jacqueline J. Gales. Uh, She-Hulk represents Emil Blonsky, aka The Abomination, but his parole hearing doesn't go as planned. Uh, let me just stay off the top, you know, that title does not work because it's not an actual court case. It's like, it's just no. a parole hearing. There I mean, are, he, the other guy, he already the B got charged. Story has a court. He already got charged. The B story has a court case, though. So there is a yeah, but it's not the people versus. It's not Emil the people Blonsky, versus Emil Blonsky. Yeah, that I assume that court case happened like, years ago. The, 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 the people are the people are the public eye. You know? All right, uh, Dylan, what do you think of this week's episode of She Hulk? Yeah, I really liked it. I think it was the best one so far. I liked the the focus on um, the like. The, I feel like this hit its style. Um, I like the the tone of everything. I think it was rather funny. Um, I think a lot of the jokes worked for me. I like sort of had little chuckles about things throughout the whole episode. Um, like even like having characters be a little bit more comedic than they usually are. Like like Wong was definitely a lot funnier in this than he is in other stuff. But I, I I'm down for characters like sort of fitting the genre to a bit, like and just not having. Like, I, I feel like he can bend the rules a little bit there, so... But that whole scene where he's like, we'll keep the magic to... So I was like, to, she's like, stop tapping your nose. Like, all that sort of stuff. I thought that was quite funny. Um, I liked the whole B story with this... This, In fact, the whole B story, I think, was my favourite thing of the episode, because I was like, man, I'll just watch this show. Like, if, <laughs> if the show was just... Like, it was a 20-minute sort of sitcom about court cases to do with, like, magic people, like doing shit like this, like someone impersonating. But yeah, when that little old lady transformed and ran up and was the judge and stuff like that, just trying to run away. I was like, oh, that, was, that was funny. Uh, also, I'm watching this whole episode going, where is this guy from? And I look it up on IMDb. I'm like, mate, you switched from DC Arrowverse to this. All right, that's where I've seen you from. Um, Prometheus. Darren, hey? Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, that's where I recognize you from. So, um, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I, um, I have no idea what the whole point of this show is. And I don't really care. I, f- I feel like it, ideally to me, this show would actually just be more of a sitcom, just random shit like this, like the B side stories would just get her, uh, more involved, like get She Hulk more involved with the B story stuff. And that would be a show to me. Like I could sort of enjoy that. So, uh, yeah, I liked it. All right. Kieran, what do you think this week's episode? I thought it was good. It's not my favorite. Like I don't think it was better than last week. I thought it was funny. I was very caught off guard maybe by the start of the b-plot like the b-plot kind of i don't know we haven't had something like that yet in this show um so to have something completely away from jen um at large was 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 good like i think it was funny at first i just thought it was very different it took me a little bit to kind of get into it and, and and vibe with it um 
I think it's interesting because I feel like this episode was trying to be like, hey, we are more of a law show than we are just a sitcom or anything. Not a law show as in serious law, but like there is a lawyer part of this. And, you know, we've got Jen's story with um, defending um, Blonsky and then the B-plot. And, you know, the, the Jen side was supposed to be like, hey, look at Jen. He's a really great lawyer. Let's remember that she is a great lawyer. She does really well. Um, at the same time, I feel like some of the, the law stuff in this was a little funky, which I know it's a sitcom, it's not supposed to make sense, but, like, I feel like a lawyer getting another lawyer from their firm to be a character witness for a lawyer that they're defending is, like, uh, some form of, you know, I can't remember the word for it, but, yeah, I don't know, it just felt weird, but maybe that's just me overthinking because I really enjoy law shows and, and law stuff. Um, but yeah, it was overall good. I laughed a lot. It was really funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed the episode as well. I think this one is, uh, probably the most sitcom-y episode so far. Um, obviously with the, with an actual A plot and B plot, which a lot of, you know, sitcoms generally do have. Uh, you know, it's interesting. They're kind of expanding the, the cast a little bit. We get our first glimpse at Renee, uh, Ellis Goldberry, who... Uh, shows up for like 30 seconds but you know um but yeah really enjoyable and then we also kind of get a small hint at where this could potentially like major a major plot line Did potentially going through towards the end jarring when that section happened like that yeah a little bit seemed like very uh out, out of, of nowhere. Out, out of nowhere and out of whack with what the rest of the episode was doing like you just um, yeah what that you're talking about the end like, yes like with the the Asgardian when she gets jumped, builder yeah. dudes and <laughs> I, I, I don't I didn't feel like it felt out of I mean I feel like they played it it was like oh she's getting jumped but then she's like oh wait I'm a superhero and then the reveal was oh they were actually purposely looking for her they weren't because I thought that they played it as she was just randomly getting jumped oh uh, no I thought they knew who she was at the start oh. I just I guess the reveal was somebody's after a blood because somebody's already worked out that her blood is important. Yeah. Which well, I don't know how they've worked that out. Because she's a Hulk. They're like, hey, some Hulk blood, that'd be pretty cool. I guess it's hard to... <laughs> it's, she's, the mo- she's the Hulk That'd be who's- pretty cool. <laughs> she's, she's a Hulk who is around, you know, unlike Bruce. You know what I mean? He's Who disappeared for several years there. Uh, was hot on the run for a long period of time. Uh until he was, like, part of the Avengers, I guess, and getting to the Avengers compound, I imagine. You know, so I crazy. heard that She-Hulk got kicked out of Avengers. That, that's a rumour <laughs> that I heard after one person mm. asked that question. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do love that it wasn't, like... It would be so easy to make the joke that the reporter who asked the question says, oh, we've heard the rumour about... But she hears it from another reporter asking that question. <laughs> I right. found it uh, funny... Sorry, just as a minor point of the, the, the media stuff... It's amusing, and I don't know if it was coming off purpose because this is done so far in advance, but coming off the back of the, the Johnny Depp trial where everybody's talking about him and his lawyer potentially being in a relationship, and then they have uh, her and Emil Blonsky potentially having a baby together. Um, yeah. I, had a, I had a bit of a chuckle over that one. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think well, I don't think it's that uncommon. I think no, purely because no. They're, they're hulks are probably, is probably more than, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, of course... We open the episode with uh, She-Hulk confronting Blonsky about what the hell is up with this video that we saw last week. Uh, it turns out 
Wong kidnap him, effectively, uh, against his will. This this idea of Wong kidnapping him to uh, improve his work as the Sorcerer Supreme doesn't make a ton of sense, uh, given what the way well, I feel like, Wong was in Shang-Chi. I feel like Wong's talking a load of shit. Like, he could be. Wong was just like, I wanted to rig a fight. I found an abomination. I just needed something to look good so that we could rig this fight and do some have some fun while I was on holiday. Because it's all about when he's on holiday from being the Sorcerer Supreme and stuff. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. If it was, so we, the, we're the thinking whole... Wong is completely lying this entire... Wong and Blonsky are lying about how he, why he escaped, is what you're saying. Yes. But also at the same time, I feel like the whole Wong storyline is funny, but at the same time, it feels like it should be a lot bigger of an issue, bigger of an issue than it is, if that makes sense. Like, What do you mean? Uh, I feel like... Other than the guy at the end being like, hey, you know you just admitted to a pretty big crime. They've had a magic user come into like a top security prison, grab a super monster, and then put him back. And nobody seems to be freaking but out about that. he's the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, but why is everybody <laughs> recognizing that as a position of power and like a acknowledged... Well, it is. Like, they love Doctor uh... Strange. They're all big Doctor yeah. Strange fans. You know, <laughs> like it's just so random that he. It's just we don't know what happened during the blip. You know, maybe Wong became a massive celebrity. No, probably no, not. Wong seeing was as they couldn't during... be able to find him. Wong was no. Gone Wong was alive. No, Wong was gone during the blip. No, Wong was alive. That's why he became Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, yeah that's sense. the that that's the whole okay. thing. That's the yeah, whole yeah, joke. Doctor Strange dies. Fair enough. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, I think he even shows up at the start of Endgame, right? I didn't think you saw Wong until he was the, in my... on your left section at the end. No, I'm pretty sure he's in Endgame. At least at the start. Anyway, it doesn't really matter, because they're like, hey, who the hell is Wong? You know, and Nikki's checking on a phone. She might, He might be the Sorcerer Supreme, or he might be a book uh, librarian in a poll. She doesn't know. Uh, but she's going to... She sent him a DM... To get him to respond, uh, sent a picture of her with a book. He's <laughs> like, yep, that's going to work. Good times. Uh, of course, then we get the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. Uh, I love the the third wall breaking, the fourth wall breaking right at the start with her in the car, like taking her hands off the wheel and talking to us and letting us know that, you know, this isn't the show. You know, it isn't going to be a cameo every single week, even though there's been cameos every single week. And presumably yeah. there will be. There will be. Next week, so. There's like multiple in every episode. <laughs> we literally had an episode with Megan Thee Stallion. Um, we get Jen getting called to Halliday's office, uh, potentially to help uh, with the case of her former colleague. Uh, what was his name? Dennis, uh, who <laughs> turns out has been defrauded by a light elf from New Asgard who was impersonating who he thought was in a remote... He was in a remote... Yeah. He thought he was in a romantic relationship with Megan Thalion. Uh Which is an amusing premise. Uh, of course, you know, we do get uh, the first look at Mallory Brooke, who pre- briefly appears before Dennis scares her off. Uh, and, you know, we get Dennis's put-together pug, uh, who, you know, helps him through his court case. 
uh, I guess jump ahead and, you know, the solution to his court case is, hey, Jen, tell us how t- delusional this guy is. And then, you know, the court believes him. I mean, it's a fun B story and like a chance to like highlight a supporting character. So that was enjoyable. Yeah. I, I like the part where they go to the bar and he sits down and Jen like, Four breaks. I was like, uh, tying the A and B part together. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> uh, yeah. And then they brought, they had the real Megan D. Stallion there in the court, you know. Yep. And then we get that great after credit scene. After credit scene, where you know, uh, She Hulk. There's a lot like of She Hulk. There's a lot of She Hulk ass shots, like a lot. Yeah. As the one person yeah, says in that that, uh, that media clip co- correlation. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, that uh, that clip I found quite funny too. The whole making fun of fuckboys online. Yeah. Like, oh, like we already had a male Hulk. Why could like I'm not I'm nothing against female superheroes, but can't you just come up with your own? Like they're all literally things <laughs> said online. It's so true. Oh, first we had the Me Too movement, or <laughs> like yeah, all this I sort of stuff. Because it, it was quite funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that gets resolved. We do get some funny moments of Runa, the light off, like, impersonating different people, whether it's her impersonating Dennis coming back in, like, <laughs> getting super high on Red Bull, it looked like. Or Dennis, impersonating- has a, uh, Dennis has a Cybertruck. He has a Cybertruck. <laughs> he has a he Cybertruck. seems like the type, you know. Impressive. I mean, if so- if you're someone who can throw around $175,000 on-, on somebody and treat it like it's nothing, you know. Hey, but he's not a buy schmuck. A cyber- he's not a schmuck. He didn't do two thousand, two hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Runa impersonating Pug and walking outside out of his office and like saying how much he loves uh, harassing women, <laughs> <laughs> and then him going, "Do you guys know me? We work together." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Um, yeah, that whole storyline really enjoyable. Uh, of course, we get the court case of the well, the parole hearing of Emil Blonsky. Uh, it doesn't go to plan because Wong doesn't show up, but, you know, Blonsky's had a f- strong impression on all these people within the prison, you know, helping with their relationships, helping to, like, improve the quality of life for the other prisoners there. Uh, Wong shows up, you know, gives his statement, uh, you know, saying he needed to take him away. They don't really explain why exactly why Wong stole him or anything. Uh, but then Blonsky's like, hey, no, somebody asked, like, well, that's just Blonsky. What happens if you turned into abomination? So, Blonsky turns into abomination. Doesn't go particularly well. Everybody's freaked out. Uh, even though it looked pretty good. You know? Um, yeah. So, you know, they finally agree in the end to let him off in parole. Uh, as long as he keeps an inhibitor on him at all times. Which and is, I'm, which is definitely setting it up for down the line. Some, you know, he's definitely going to have that inhibitor come off. Oh, for Thunderbolts, or even later this season. <laughs> yeah, but also if he's also feels, the leader of a cult. Yeah, he is hundred hmm. percent. It, it also feels very strange. Um, the I don't know. They kind of rushed over. Jen working out how to sell it to the um, parole board to get him off. Like, she goes, oh, you've just given me an idea, but I'm not going to let him know that he just gave me an idea. And then 
just kind of jumps over to them coming out and saying it like it's their own idea. I don't. Like maybe no, it was think, obvious yeah. that it was her, but I, it was just a little bit. I think that was, yeah, she probably her. pitched the idea and they just didn't want to spell it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, yeah, we do get these guys jumping at the end. They try to steal her blood, uh, but, you know, no needles pass her uh, crazy She-Hulk Hulk skin, or whatever they say. Uh, and they refer to a boss. Boss is going to be pissed. Who is the boss that they could be talking about? Like Wilson Fisk. <laughs> <laughs> he needs She-Hulk's. She needs she. He needs She-Hulk's blood to repair the gunshot wounds he got at the end of the Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it could be. Uh, I haven't looked at the internet to see what the internet speculation is, but yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of uh, villains in the Hulk gallery that it could potentially how, be. How do we seeking. feel about? The, the Asgardian builder that has been robbed of all of his magical... This must be very sad. Like, this... <laughs> oh, the, the, uh, you just reminded me of one of my other favourite... I was about to say, the, was the best line where they're talking about, like, well, you do have mutant in Asgard or whatever, and then she's like, well, Asgardians are a people, not a place, and the guy's <laughs> like, look, Thor's inspirational speech a- doesn't work in the corn. <laughs> and then the music swelled, it sounded like the yeah. Thor score... It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, anything else you feel like we need to discuss from this week's episode of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law? Um, no. Yeah. All right. No. All right. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode by going to explosion.com slash Twitter, or you can jump to our Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. Uh, if you want to help us out here at all new Marvelcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. Tell people about the number one Australian MCU podcast on the internet. And if you really like this episode, thoughts with a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page at explosion.com slash support. Alright, make sure you watch next week's episode of Shell. Join us next time for another all new Marvel cast. Marvel.